Before getting into today's episode, we'd like to thank Mac Performance PT for sponsoring the Walk-On Pod. For more on their services and contact information, click the link in our Instagram bio where you will be led to their website. Mac Performance PT, helping Sacramento athletes live life without limits. Thank you for tuning back into the Walk On Pod. Um, and to say our guest today is long overdue, I think would be an understatement. Um, this is someone who's been name dropped plenty of times. Um, he's been he's been waiting his turn very patiently. Uh, he's he's a very close friend of the pod, one of my former teammates. Our man David Kamard is here with us today. Davey, it is a pleasure to have you on with us, man. And to say it's an honor to be on here tonight is an absolute understatement. I. Uh... I feel like more like a lucky fan that got chosen to be on rather than a guest. I'm fired up for this episode, man. I am freaking juiced. It's funny because it's funny because as much as like you, I the amount of stories that have been told that you're involved in is is very it's a very high number and like you say like i think you are the biggest fan of the podcast like every week right when it drops good analysis coming through you know good banter in the group chat so um yeah it's definitely warranted that you were guest there's davy and i gotta shout out my guy chris rywald right now he texts me every sunday evening every sunday evening he texts me his thoughts on the pod so i can't wait for your text when you when you hear that yeah man uh this should be a special one um, I'm excited. Jared, my bad. I kind of cut you off there. Uh, you got anything, man? Nope. Just excited to be here, to be in the presence of greatness and a new NAU legend. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, now Davey, you know, the drill you've listened to this plenty of times. The floor is yours and then we'll go from there, man. Let me just start out with a little research. I did obviously episode 54 here. Um, and you know, we talk about you guys talk about the significance and the correlation with the number um, 54. Who are some famous people who wore 54? Brian Erlacher, Zach Thompson, who just got, I mean, Zach Thomas, who just got inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame, Horace Grant, and then my favorite, Teddy Bruschi. Now, those guys are all just, you know, overachievers, not the most talented, not the fastest, not the strongest, but just winners, do whatever it takes to win, get it done, and you know, I feel like I I tried to do that as an athlete, and so I I felt like fifty four was the perfect perfect episode for me to be on represent that number, man. Davey, you want me? Oh, go ahead. Honestly, he came prepared, man. He Davey, said he was a little nervous, but this Davey, is. Davey, you want me to impressive. blow your mind right now? Yes. Teddy Bruschi's from Sacramento. He went to Roseville High School. His name is still up in the gym. He has track and field records, and when I used to train at Roseville High School, I would see T Bruschi. Up there, a big There's, time, big time. It's reasons like that. It's reason like that why Davy is on here right now. Yeah. Rumor, rumor has it he was doing lane slides for two hours pre-pod. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, <laughs> that's what <laughs> I heard. That's it's a rumor. It's a rumor floating around. It's a rumor floating around. That's you know, the type of guy he is. I was. I got the text from uh, L.A. a couple nights ago. Felt like I was getting called up to the big leagues. Man, I couldn't. I haven't been able to sleep to uh, get myself mentally prepared. I was doing lane slides today just to get in the right mindset, man, just so we could have a great podcast here tonight. No, That's the kind of dedication we're looking for. All you all you future guests that are listening, you better just step your game up, man. Mental reps. Get your mental reps in. Yeah. yeah. 
Didn't touch a basketball, no skill work. Just flat out just <laughs> toughness, really, man. Let's just see how tough I am. Let's see. This guy's a winner, man. This guy's a winner. You need that in your organization. <laughs> so uh, a little bit about me. I'll, I'll kind of give a, a brief story about myself. Grew up in Mesa, Arizona. Uh, in fourth grade, I – and this is kind of my introduction to somebody that – me in LA, how, how me and LA got connected. But uh, when I was in fourth grade, I, I, I didn't dream about necessarily playing for the Phoenix Suns or, you know, playing for the Arizona State Sun Devils. I wanted to be a Mesa High Jackrabbit. And because uh, I, I had an uncle who played there, won a state championship. I, I, when I watched that, it was, it was the greatest thing ever. So I always wanted to be a Mesa Jackrabbit. In fourth grade, a coach by the name of Shane Burkhart got the job at Mesa High, and he brought me on as the water boy. And so from fourth to eighth grade, I was the Mesa High varsity water boy, and I loved every second of it. But uh, so I did that and just was, uh, you know, working my tail off, working summer camps, doing whatever I could to get better. So one day I could play at Mesa. Uh, and then obviously I did go play at Mesa, um, had a good career there. In 2016, we were unofficially the best uh, team in the nation, in my opinion. You know, Cam Shelton always brings up his Chino Hills team with him and a couple other guys you might have heard of. But I think total toe, I think we're better than those guys. Um, we, uh, <laughs> I guess we'll never know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. just one of those big, one of the biggest what is. Um, after my high school career, you know, um, had a chance to go play at a small JUCO. wasn't wasn't really heavily recruited. Um, at all. Um, it was kind of my summer, the year after I graduated, and I got a text from a coach named Kevin O'Connor, who was at um, Arizona Western, and he just got a head job, a uh, head coaching job at um, a school called Murray State College in Tishomingo, Oklahoma. And he was really the only guy who was texting me during my high school days and wanted me to come out to Oklahoma and play with him. So I didn't take a visit or anything, and I was just thankful to be able to play again and went out and spent a year in Tishomingo, Oklahoma. Um, loved it there. Met, you know, some some great friends, had some good experiences. And so when Jared talked about his Juco days, like, I relate to it. I was in Tishomingo, Oklahoma, and, and the, we did the dorm life and the cafeteria life. So I have some stories there. We might have to talk about that off camera. But uh, – <laughs> And then while I was there, uh, the coach who I played for at Mesa, Coach Burkhart, got the assistant job at uh, NAU and wanted me to come there. I uh, went for a summer and uh, some things were going on and uh, ended up ended up not continuing my career. I thought it was over and uh, got married shortly after that. Um, and we're just working and kind of just finishing up school a little bit. And as I was working one day, I got a call from uh, Coach Burkhardt, who had just become the interim coach at NAU after that year. And he asked me to come play for him and just, uh, you know, come work my tail off and make guys better and wanted me to walk on. And I thankfully said yes and was excited to be able to play again. And uh, spent two years in Flagstaff, finished up my career there, got my degree in LA and I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about those NAU days a little bit more, but 
that's kind of a brief overview of my of my story. Yeah, man. It's real, real storybook story. Now, um, I I do have wait. I have a quick interjection. No, you're good. Uh, you're good. You're good. Davey, in this battle of the eons between Chino Hills and uh, Mesa, is it shot clock valid or no shot clock? That's oh, a good that's question. a good call. So Tommy Tommy Cousy was a guest of yours. He was grew up playing together, and uh, he talked a little bit about it. LA knows about spread offense. It's four, it's four corners, right? And uh, that was uh, that was kind of that was something that we ran often in Arizona uh, basketball, where it didn't have a shot clock at, at my time. It does now, but if we were up, so four four minutes left in the fourth quarter was winning time. Four minutes to two minutes, it was Dean spread. And two minutes and under, it was spread to get fouled, and you know no one could keep us in front. We were just too uh, crafty, if you will, and uh, could get to the hole, make the right play, high IQ team, and uh, won us a lot of games. Davey, if you're coaching a fourth grade team, are you running spread? Fourth grade, no. I, I want to oh, okay. get as many possessions as possible, <laughs> get those kids the reps. But uh, in high school, like you have to do. I mean. People laugh at spread. We never held the ball for longer than 30 seconds, 35 seconds. We were going down people's throats and scoring on them. So there we go. Yeah. I mean, you heard it first, kids. Now, he, he didn't say it. I will. I believe spread offense was a, a key contributor to a state championship uh, that 2016 year. Am I correct? Yeah, we did. We did win a state title. Had a, you know, just an, an unbelievable team where. It was a bunch of neighborhood kids who we started playing together in, you know, fifth, sixth grade, just a bunch of backyard kids um, and just kind of stuck together and kept that core together. And, you know, come senior year, we just had a magical run and, you know, beat some really good teams who we probably shouldn't have beat. But it was, you know, just a, we were just a special team and obviously had a incredible head coach who, who and just the right pieces there. So. And, and, a, and a great leader right there, huh, Davey? Yourself. You won't say it, but see, this is you, – you see what we always say on the pod is the guest likes to be a little more humble, and, you know, we got to give them their flowers. But Davey, uh, Davey's a very, very good leader, Um, and we'll get into it. I know when um we had Charles on, Charles Burns, uh, he talked about him and Davey, uh, kind of their mindset with things. Um, But uh, I would I would argue that Davey was more of a leader on our team uh, than most people would see from the outside. If you just watched a game, you would not know uh, how much how much say and how much uh, weight Davey's word held in the locker room. Um, and I think that's a very commendable thing, especially him knowing coming into it, it might not be a huge playing role. Uh, not really sure what it could turn into, but uh, to be able to be vocal like that and, and not really care what other people think, but know that what he's saying is is definitely – strong and uh can contribute to winning i think it's huge so davy i commend you man uh yeah and you know my second year there got got voted as a team captain by my teammates so then that was a you know a huge honor to be able to to have that happen so but uh you know just try to be a great teammate whenever i could so that you were now um i do want to touch on something during our NAU day. So now the first summer you got there, I remember when you got there, um, there was, I want to talk about the type of player you are during pickup basketball, if you will. Um, mm. Now, 
how would you describe I yourself? Like I like where this up? is going. Yeah, no, no, this is great. You, Jared, you'll enjoy this. Um, how would you describe yourself as a, a pickup basketball player? Um, you know, basketball wise, teammate wise, what are some of your best attributes? You would say, uh, win at all costs, yeah. definitely. Um, and I and I know my game. You know, I know who I'm around. If I have LA on my team, I'm not gonna shoot the ball very much. I'm gonna get LA the ball. Um, if I have Cam Shelton on my team, I'm going to let him rock. I'm going to, you know, set screens. I'm going to go rebound. I'm going to hit, find, and get. I'm going to box out on every possession. You know, I'm just going to do the little things that contribute to winning, whatever whatever it takes. And L.A. is going to bring up, you know, arguing calls. But there's just some there's just some, <laughs> there's just some calls that some guys try to get away with. It's like, come on. Like, are Look, you serious? I don't even think I was going to say argue. I was just going to say you're uh... – you're proud of your opinion, if if that makes sense. You're not gonna you're not gonna be pushed off your block, if you will. You know what I mean? And um we talked about it when Brooks was on, how with Coach Murph we had a little uh if you won the most pickup games that week, you got groceries for the week. And me and Brooks were tied one week and we had to pick teams for who was gonna for the final game of the week for pickup, and then whoever won got the groceries for the week. And I picked Davey because I was like, I need Davey on my team. So he's one of those teammates that like you don't want to play against, but you have to have on your team. And I think Jared, you kind of resonate with that a little bit. <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> there's there's many, many of guests on this pod that have felt this right here. <laughs> mental warfare. Power. Yeah, that mental warfare. You know, I'm not afraid to chirp a little bit. I'm not afraid to get a little extra physical, maybe a little bit too physical at times, but I'm I'm willing to accept those. Comments. Is there such a thing as too physical? I don't believe so, but yeah, there we go, Davey. Yeah, Flagstaff's a different animal. Jared Jared had his run around in Flagstaff a couple times. So he can, Yeah, he a couple can, times. <laughs> I didn't have the right shoes on. It was snowing, but Hey in uh LA man, I, I have to bring this up. One of them, you know, had a lot of success playing, but one of one that that I held dear to my uh, dear to my heart is my back to back Louis Cup champ. Look, you, see, you're you're a natural at this podcast stuff because that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to go into, man. So so I think we got to paint the picture for what this Louis Cup business is, um, because you know, to most people, even Jared, I think it might be foreign. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so at NAU under Coach Burkhar, when he got the the interim job, we started this off season competition that basically spanned from when uh when we got back. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Davey. From when we got back from our little summer two week break after uh, summer practices to the end of basically practice period before our first game, and um it was called the Louis Cup, and it consisted of a weight room competition uh each day, a on court competition each day. And then a bunch of different things in between. So there was the mild test that you had to do. There was our conditioning test you had to do. And then there was the Ironman, which basically was if you don't miss anything and you're not late to anything that entire period. Um, and we would pick teams. And Davey, at the time, was was the only, for, for those of us at our run at NAU for that time period, was the only undefeated Louis Cup champion. Now, I don't know if, if anyone else has that title at this point. I would say no. It's a hard title to have. But um I mean, you got the guy right here. Uh, it's it's a special honor. Winner, man, just a winner in all aspects. I was I was lucky enough to have him on my team. Uh, my my second year in the Louis Cup, and and we came home with a victory. Shout out to Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> it was a special team we had put oh, together God. there. 
We got to pick our names too. Yeah, it was the name of our team. Well, you guys were what the winning team year one. Yeah, winning team year one. Um, I do have to give LA his flowers. The second year, his, uh, I mean, his team that he drafted, he was the leader. He was the captain, the GM of the team. Like he, right from right after the draft, everyone knew it was over. Like no one had a chance of beating us. I feel like we ran away with it too. Am I wrong? Because I, I actually, I vividly remember. What happened? Actually, wow, it's all coming back to me now. So, so it, it was it was getting to sort of the end, and we were kind of pulling away. And then we did a three on three drill. Am I correct? I I don't remember the three on three drill, but I remember the in in uh, in the weight room, and they did that last drill, and it was like, oh, whoever wins this is worth twenty points. Yeah. Like, so, um, they, bro, yeah, it, it, they tried to take it because because I remember this is what happened. We were kind of close. And you, I'm surprised you don't remember this because you took a pivotal charge in this three-on-three drill. And we were doing a three-on-three drill on the court, and it was worth a pretty good amount of points. And um, we were like, all right, we got to win this. Like, if we win, this is going to be hard to catch us. Because, like, we knew that we weren't going to get it last in a lot of competitions. But, like, if we won that one, it was like, all right, it's going to be tough to catch up to us points-wise. And um, boom, I remember Davey takes a big charge to get us the ball back. And then I hit a three that ended the the three three game and we were hyped we were hyped right and then Davey's right then they did the last literally the last day of Louis Cup like oh this one's worth 40 points or whatever we're like are you serious so you could have toasted the whole competition and then just won the last one and you would have been good but uh you know the 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 better team prevailed as as most say you know so um again congrats to Davey for for that honor because you know I'm glad I had him on my team he was a pivotal point in, in our in our championship run there but uh, yeah, man, you, do, do you uh, like when you're like on your resume and everything, do you put two time Louis Cup champion or? Yeah, it's on there. And my. Because uh, <laughs> I think it's I mean, it's something it's something to definitely talk about, you know. Um, now I want to continue to fast forward. We're here. Um, <laughs> we're we're now in Boise in in both of our last seasons in Flagstaff. Uh now we were beating Portland State and and you get in the game. Um, I wanna I wanna talk to you about this final play that happened. Um, because if I if I remember correctly, you had the ball and it was it was your time to shine. I wanna take me through what was going through your head during that time. Um, I had the ball. I know everyone's eyes were on me. I just wanted to get a bucket. Charles Burns is just in my ear telling him to pass, and I have to wave him off three times. I'm like, get out of here. I'm not passing it. Just get out of my way. So I go hit him with a couple combos, get into a Barkley. I'm back, back to the basket, back in my man down, go with the turnaround, get fouled. They don't call it in and out. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's <laughs> like, what do we, you know, like, I feel like it was a great move. You're just not rewarded. Axe, it wasn't, man. It, it wasn't fair. Hammer. I don't get Absolutely the hammer. The refs are already checked out. Somehow, I think, I think the ball goes out of bounds, um, and we're on defense, and Portland State's running like a line, sideline out of bounds, and I'm guarding my guy, and I'm asking, I'm like, hey, where are you guys going for, for spring break? Where, what's your plans? Because, I mean, it's a little them back in. And, uh, you know, he didn't like that. Got hit with a cheap elbow right in the stomach. And then they go take a – my guy gets the ball, takes a foul. They bail him out, call, call a foul on me, him shooting a three, and Coach Burkhardt was not happy about that. I got screamed at. 
20 yeah, seconds no. left. And... <laughs> It was definitely not your brightest moment on the that one, but but the reason why I'm bringing this story up is because you had a chance the next the next day, am oh, I right? About that. Where where I think you helped our man Charles Burns get involved, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's growth. That's growth as well. So take us through that. Take us through from day to day. How how did that change? So we beat Portland State, and we just go and now we're playing the number one team, Eastern Washington, and that team was loaded, and we're just playing our tails off. LA's battling, Cannes battling, like we're just playing on, and we, I mean, we got a little cold, didn't hit shots like we normally would have. If we just hit the shots like we normally would, we beat Eastern Washington. There's no doubt about that. Anyways, I mean, again, same scenario. There's about a minute left, 45 seconds left. We're down nine. Um, I think, I don't know if it's nine, actually. It might be six. Yeah. Anyways, we it, get was, a, it was, yeah. We get in, we get a big stop right off the bat. They call, or they shoot free throws. They're shooting free throws. Two big misses, I believe. Mm-hmm. We get the ball. I think I get the rebound. I outlet it to Jay Green. You know, I just, hey, go. Let's go get a bucket. He he goes downhill, goes to the rim, kicks it out to Charles Burns. Charles Burns did a big shot. I'm not I'm not Huge. there I'm to swing the ball like he would have. I'm like, hey, shoot, I'm trying to give this guy confidence. He shoots it, goes in. I'm ready to go press. Get a stop, you know, get foul, foul somebody, get them to the line again. They just missed two, and everyone's jogging back. Carter Mahaney's jogging back. Charles Burns is <laughs> jogging back like he's LeBron and just hit a shot. It's like, dude, we're still in this game, man, and my guys are, you know, jogging back on defense. I'm trying to press, press. Let's let's make something happen. It's March. Anything could happen. And, you know, they just jog back. We, we end the game. Season's over, but. But that was no nothing to take away from the growth that you had overnight. You know, it was it was a tough one in the game before, but look at you now finding your teammates, uh, making plays. And I think you know that goes to show what type of teammate Davey is. You know, he's willing to put other people ahead of him for the greater good of the team. Uh, uh, now I have one more question, NAU related. Uh, again, he 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 skated over this real humbly. Um, I believe we're in Malibu, uh, beginning of twenty twenty. It's still winter break for for us students uh, at uh, Northern Arizona, and we have a a meeting about you know Pepperdine and their their personnel, and and Coach Burke has a special message for our man Davey, um, and he was uh, rewarded a scholarship for for the remainder of that school year. Now it was plagued by COVID, unfortunately, but um, I want I want to talk about that moment because that is something that I had the pleasure of going through a couple years earlier and it was one of the biggest moments of my life still is to this day and um I remember how happy everybody was for you at the time and it was it was very well deserved I'm glad that it was able to work out the way it did but uh kind of take me through how you were feeling during that moment uh were you ready for it did you know what was coming um I'm sure it was somewhat of a surprise but uh yeah let, let us know how that was yeah um uh, had no idea it was it was uh happening at all um yeah, I mean, we were just doing breakfast and kind of morning walkthrough for Pepperdine, and and Coach Burkhart kind of went on a speech and was telling, you know, kind of about our relationship and our history together. Obviously, we've, we've known each other for a long time at this point, and just just for that to happen, just it's kind of just like a the ultimate pat on your back that, you know, your hard work is being seen and being rewarded, and 
you know, it's, it's nice to have that, especially in the team setting where, you know, I try to, to do all I could to help win and help be a good teammate and help my teammates out as possible, as much as possible, even if I'm not, you know, playing 20, 30, 40 minutes a night, just, you know, cause there's so much that goes, goes on behind the scenes of any team, but just to have that be, you know, rewarded in that fashion was, you know, every walk on streams and, you know, a, a special moment that not a ton of people get to experience. So I was just, you know, super thankful, super grateful that, you know, I got to uh, have that happen to myself. It was, uh, it was awesome. I'll never forget it. Yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it was a big moment, I think, for the whole team too. And especially like I, I didn't, I wanted you to touch on it. It was good. I feel like between you and Coach Burkhardt, especially with your relationship, like that had to have been just as huge for him too. Um, because it was, as much as it was extremely deserved for you, I think it was huge for him to just like, you know, look what we've done over all these years. Uh, yeah, sure. So it was huge, man. Uh, but and, uh, yeah, mean, go it, for it. It was cool too. It was a fun time because we were winning games. Like just beat a UVU team, just beat UC Riverside, I believe, the yep. night or two nights before that in at UC Riverside in front of a lot of camps. Family, so I mean, we were rolling and we battled Pepperdine, and yeah, we got we got robbed. Yeah, we got robbed. Um, but uh, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. It was a fun time for NAU basketball. I've gotten to be a part of it for sure. No, that was a, that was a good year, man. Uh, you know what? What never was because of COVID. Who knows? I know Brooks talked about it a little bit. He touched on it, right. but you know, we had a, we had a good team, a special team. I felt like, and yeah. uh, you know, that was that. Um, fellas. Do you have anything you want to touch on before we, we kind of tap into Davey's brain for real now? I have a major thing to ask. <clears throat> the question Luke asks, this is Luke's favorite question. Davey, I need the best L.A. story, on court or off. I knew this question was coming, so I did prepare myself for it. I have a great – Jeez. Well, I have a great <laughs> L.A. story. I'm going to make him look good. Uh, that's not what we're looking for (laughs) i don't i don't have a ton of off court those kind of stories just because at nau i was you know i was married and my wife was pregnant the first year and the second year i had a baby so you know i didn't get a i didn't experience a lot of the so you had a great college experience you you didn't miss much i don't know david you live in the true dream man yeah i mean i loved it i absolutely shout out mrs davy (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it was uh it was a yeah it was the best experience ever in, in every in every kind of way for myself but my la story happened the first year so um and i can't remember all the exact details but we i believe it was uh it was an early conditioning and then we had a five on five intra squad scrimmage and then we had like a volunteer event and then we had a team dinner and so, so we wake up early in the morning and do a conditioning, on-court conditioning and a lift. And then we go right into like a Patriot Way practice. And so it's like 7.30 a.m. and we've already got a lift in conditioned and we kind of went over like a, like a game day kind of game plan, pre-game, pre-game scenario, just kind of getting us involved, uh, ready for a season. That's right around the corner. It's like late September, early October. And we go, we're off, go eat some breakfast, come back, do our five on five scrimmage. You know, LA doesn't think he shoots the ball well. He probably goes like 
five of eight and is just mad that he missed three shots. <laughs> so from three. And uh, he's so he's kind of upset the rest of the day. We go and volunteer for another couple hours out of school. Um, I, we we volunteered pretty regularly at the elementary schools, and then uh, came back and we had a team meal up and roll, and uh, we're watching college football. It's been a long day. We've been together for like eight hours, six hours, something like that. Everyone's just kind of hanging out now with the meal and. Um, watching college football, chatting. Charles Burns is telling everyone how, how great Notre Dame is, and everyone's just kind of ignoring it. Um, but, and so we're, we're eating for like an hour, hour and a half, just kind of all hanging out and roll. And everyone starts to leave. I think, you know, I'm finishing a, a close Alabama game, and I'm one of the last ones to leave the, the dinner. And I go down, me and Bur Coach Burkhart wa are walking out at the same time. And I remember it. We walk past the gym doors and we hear a ball bouncing. And Coach Burkhardt is like just confused because it wasn't an easy day. Everyone's tired. Everyone's going home, just ready to kind of relax and unwind for the day. Get get ready to get back after it tomorrow. And in the gym, you know, half half of it's dark. There's one side that's lit up, and LA is shooting on the gun. And that just kind of is the epitome of, you know, who LA is. Just willing to just do whatever it takes to be great and be successful. And no matter how hard, you know, he might have to work, he's willing to do that and willing to go outwork people. And, you know, it's, it's paid off to say the least. So that's, that's one of my favorite LA stories. And I had no, I had no intentions to pick up a ball after that. I was going home. I had my, my slides on. I was not even thinking about getting extra shots up and, you know, LA was in there getting, getting shots up on the gun. So. Davey, I'm disappointed, man. That was I appreciate a you. Story. I'm not disappointed. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. Was boring. Dude, I actually I was don't even remember for. this, but you know. I thought that was a that's good a story, time. Jared. No, Jared. Jared likes to hear other people get bashed because you know people. That's what happens to me. I want to see you get bashed. They just confirm that I, you're an intense yeah. guy. <laughs> I don't know. If bashed is the right word, Jared. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, adjectives look, are adjectives. I'm not gonna get into that. Again. That's fair. <laughs> No, uh, that was that was. I appreciate you, Davey. Um, to be honest, I I don't remember that at all. I I do remember the inner squad scrimmage, and I do remember not being happy, but I don't remember the whole day being crazy. But I feel like we had a lot of long days at NAU, so you know they all kind of they all kind of morphed together. I do remember when we had a practice after the Phoenix Suns training camp, and that was like eight forty-five to ten forty-five. Do you remember those days? Yeah, the, those were fun times. You know, um, let's talk about some NBA basketball. Let's talk about some Phoenix Suns basketball because my man Davey here, he's a big oh, Phoenix Davey's Suns big fan. Phoenix Suns guy, huh? Yeah, so I really wanted him to come on here and talk talk about, you know, his thoughts, uh, where his head's at with the upcoming NBA season because, you know, I know Tommy knows where he stands. I don't know if Jared knows where he stands. So I, I really want – Like you know, he's setting really himself want... up for a big disappointment. <laughs> Whoa, baby, go ahead, man. Hey, I'm excited. You know, we're going to hang our first banner this year. It's going to be just an unbelievable season. I'm ready to experience it. I'm, Have you, know, you guys I'm, not won the Pacific Division before? No. <laughs> our first NBA championship. Champ World championship is going up. In oh, man, Davey. This year. Oh. I think just because I told you to tell me a good story doesn't mean I wanted a fake story <laughs> or a fairy tale. Hey, I think it works. Kevin Durant, Bradley Bill. And then the man, D-Book, put whoever else there, man. It's just 
Dang, so you didn't even want to add DeAndre Ayton into the big four, huh? You know, <laughs> his spot is still up in the air with me. And I, I, I was a DeAndre Ayton fan. My first ever Suns jersey. Not Steve Nash, not Amari. It was DeAndre Ayton. Because he, he, was, he was huge during the NBA Finals run. He was a 20-10 and 10 guy every night, playing his tail off. And then, you know, this whole contract thing got paid, got a little cool. It's... Just didn't play hard last last year. Was atrocious in the playoffs. So he's he's you know we'll see what kind of guy what kind of DeAndre Aiden wants to show up this year. Hey man, but, he just wanted he just wanted some touches, man. He wanted the ball. We know, don't want to. We don't want the cool guys, daddy. No cool. We don't daddy. want the cool daddy, DeAndre Aiden. Do not want the cool what daddy. You're saying. Not not at all. No no room for that. But uh, you got a guy like Jokic. So, in your, in so your, hold on. So, so Davey, I just have a serious question. So the biggest problem with your sons last year was they had no bench. And last time I checked, they still have no bench. No, I think we, we have some key additions and some guys who like Damian Lee, TJ Warren, Terrence Ross, who were on our roster last year. I think they really take some big steps this coming year, provide some, really big minutes and key moments. And, uh, I mean, we go – if we could go eight, nine deep, like, perfect. That's all we need, man. Come May, June. Eight. Do you think you think Frank Vogel is the answer? I like it. Uh, obviously, he did a good job with the Lakers uh, and they're in, on the defensive side of the ball for sure. But, you know, I, I think Devin Booker and – uh, Kevin Durant are both actually really good defensive players. I think Devin Booker is a great def- defender just because he plays so hard and wants to win. But uh, Frank Vogel's expertise in that area would definitely uh, help other guys come out and um, kind of perform a little bit better. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So they're beating the Nuggets. Or are they well, going to miss the Nuggets? Uh, I, don't, I don't think – I think we miss the Nuggets. I think uh, Sacramento – Cleans them up in the uh, Western Conference semifinals. Wow, what kind of agenda is being set on this? There's not an agenda being set. I'm just. This is a guy who gets it, man. I told you that when we had Davey coming on, it was a guy who gets it. uh, Davey says the Suns are hanging a banner every year, bro. I'm I'm sorry, but hey, Davey, Davey, my I do part of my heart is in Phoenix, man. So I hope the best. Yeah, and I'm just a I'm a big fan of Devin Booker, like. Drafted him, stayed in Phoenix, has just, you know, just been unbelievable. Super fun. When we went to the finals, that was just great experience. And the whole city was on fire. Um, like when the Cardinals went to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, everybody had Cardinals flags, and it was a bunch of Cardinals stuff. So a ton of fun. And, you know, obviously in Arizona, we don't get that too often. So whenever it does happen, like, we just enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah, but uh... fair enough. So so Western Conference Finals prediction you got you got the beam team versus versus yeah. you know your sons of course um it's going to be a brutal series I got Phoenix in 6 though um you know they're still young man. they're yeah. they'll get there yeah. I, w- I would expect you a fair to assessment. I I okay um I I need so, some talk on the Warriors man I don't know what is going on up there they shipped your guy CP3 over there. These two actually really love the CP3 move. I'm glad, you know, we're talking about that. They, you know, they're wow, very excited. Wow. I don't get it at Who all. Who said I love the CP3 move? 
I just I don't have a comment. We know Mark. <laughs> we, we know where I stand. Davey's man. listening to the pod. I don't need hey, to repeat. Man, I don't long, really need to repeat my stance. As long as thirty's on the roster, I believe. That's all I'll say. It's a valid. It's a valid. The only person I need on the trading block doesn't wear a jersey, so. <laughs> um, Davey, now let's let's switch let's switch to something that's very important to to you and I. I think I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about this part. Yeah, so you know, a re, you know, a reason why Davey and I are still very close, and a reason why Tommy and Davey now know each other. Let's talk fantasy football. Let's talk about it. Chat, man. Let's chat. let's talk. It's it's relevant <laughs> once again. I cannot wait. Um, now, David, do you want to tell the people, or do you want me to tell them, or do you want Tommy to tell them? I don't, you know. You know, let's hear Tommy, man. We haven't heard. Yeah, him. I, don't, I like that. Oh, <laughs> bro. Introduce this segment. Yeah, Tommy, who do we have? Let's with us just here start today? it off. Let's just start it off. I was hosed last okay, year. Okay, bro, this is I not, was hosed. we had the Tommy Ball episode already, man. Who do we have here with us today, man? Oh, is that the champion? Don't, don't make me do it, bro. I'm not saying it. He's the I'm champion. Not saying that. Yeah, he did he, he did he win or did he not win? We we oh, have we there. have the defending PEDs. He beat me in a championship game on a controversial Monday night game where I lost Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. That's all I'm going to leave it at. Whoa, that's not fair. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. What happened? Is it not true? I didn't have to. I could have taken that. I that could have been true. But what did I do? I said, "Hey, let's take let's take their next week's points. Let's just let's just give it a He did do that. But we all know the circumstances. We all know the circumstances weren't the same in that Week 18 game or whatever week it was versus a Monday night showdown versus the Buffalo Bills that was destined to be a shootout, just like Davey got fouled against Portland State. I know I know Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow were linking up for four touchdowns each I don't know. They were a slow start. I, it was a slow start, man. I think well, I, I think, guess we'll never know. And Davey won, and I'm I'll give his flowers because he did cold. give me the were, opportunity to win the game. The ball. It was cold that night. It was like snowing and it was freezing. They were running. A good point. Listen, I had Jamar and Joe on the phone on a conference call that morning, and they told me they were going to be special. And and you All know right. what? my guy Joe Mixon said, no, give me the ball. I'm going to take us to the promised land. So oh, is that the one, the first time Joe Mixon actually put up some points because he yeah. killed me last year. Joe Mixon had a fifty ball for me last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I remember. That game, yeah, you know, he killed me I, the other game. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm angry about it. I'm still mad about it. I'm going to be mad about it for a while, but I will give Davey his flowers. He's a great manager. He's got a great camp over there. He beat me. He beat me in the championship game, and I had a high powered. I had a high octane offense. Um, I'm excited for them this year, though. You know, I'm on my revenge tour. We've got a we've got a big year ahead of us. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces. You know, we've seen we've seen some early and aggressive moves from LA's camp. Yeah. Early, you can say that. Um, you, can, you can definitely yeah. say that. I believe some might say has, he's more ready than ever. I believe Vegas has Tommy Ball as one of the favorites too yeah. to win this year. The the Vegas line odds did drop. The Vegas line, the Vegas line dropped, and I believe I was, I believe I was the second favorite. Um, they they actually had, they actually had team D three, eight out of eight. You know, they're saying, they're saying championship hangover. I don't know who made these odds. But Davey did provide the odds. I will say so. Davey could be the driving force behind the odds. I'm not I do, sure. I do have my <laughs> Vegas insiders. I can't give them my sources, but I do have Vegas insiders. Yeah, yeah. Arizona is close. It's, this is it's going to be a special year, and it's actually it's actually year four 
of this league. Year three for me, but year four of the league. So so it is the World Cup year, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the name being thrown around in our group chat right now. Hey, a lot of special I, things I, are going on. I got. I just got to get something off my chest about this as well. So one of the things that you know truly won me this the league last year was a controversial trade where yeah. people thought I was throwing the league and, and giving it away. I think and, it won you the league, to be honest. What, what was the trade again? It was with your very yours truly. <laughs> it was with LA and, you know, Mr. Waters over there. It was uh, brought up on the podcast and Mr. Waters didn't have the, uh, the, the highest thoughts, you know, the most positive outlook on the trade. You got and, you receipts. Know, yeah, I did. And I kept it. I played it every morning in the locker room. It was blurry, like Jared said. Really motivated my guys and carried us, you know, because we were kind of in a slump. Needed to shake it what up. Was the, I need the trade. I don't you know remember. How I know this is true, though, because Davey actually sent the voice recording of our podcast. The, the Davey, morning what was the trade? And what did I say? Can I, get, can, I get the, can I get the playback on that? So, I traded away Mark Andrews. Jonathan Taylor and Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. Yep. And I got basically Saquon back. Yeah, I think I gave you like some crumbs with it too, but it was essentially for Saquon. And uh, Zeke Elliott. Yeah. And, Which was uh, irrelevant. Well, and Hollywood got hurt. So the next week. And, and so Mark, did Mark Andrews. Yeah. Jonathan that's a, Taylor. That's a tough was- go. Well, that's because there was a lot of flames going in the leagues that I was playing in. And the last two years, I lost two years ago in the championship on even a worse thing that happened than Tommy's thing. Um, Two bad trades each year. A bad trade ended up winning that personal league. So what does that have to do with you bagging on Davey's GM decision <laughs> because d- d- that was a bad trade in theory that worked out in the greatest of fashions well, no, so maybe was, Davey, Davey just had better play. foresight than the rest of us I might argue that and you know yeah. what I, I drafted DeAndre Hopkins in like the 10th round and I got George Kittle off of waivers like a free agent I signed him I was patient held him on my bench and then when the time came to uh, you know, just unleash havoc on the league. They uh, were inserted in the starting lineup, and the rest is history. I fleeced Tommy Ball for Devontae Adams as well. And <laughs> wait, Who you gave trade? up Devontae Adams, Tommy? That's your Dude, guy. I had, I had an unbelievable roster, though, Jared. Devontae was expendable. It was unbelievably second place. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Devontae might have won it. No, no, not with the way the Raiders. No, were I don't think that's the stretch. The thing um, is, the thing is I, fleeced, I fleeced Cam Sheldon for Jamar Chase and then Jamar Everybody Chase. fleeced Cam Sheldon last year. <laughs> you know, Team 20, usually a good program. He had a down year last he said, year. By week seven, his name was Tanky for Wendy. He's still like – I believe he started the league 0-6. I believe he was <laughs> Damn. He was down on. I know. On, I, know, I, know feel, I know how that feels. I know how feels. Last year, I, yeah, I drafted Najee Harris first. Oh, yeah. Mm. I got Jamar Chase off Cam for like Aaron Jones or something. I, was, <laughs> Michael Pittman. It was Michael Pittman. That's right. Yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. Wait, so I have a serious question, Davey, since you're the fantasy guru. I mean, one of them. 
Well, hey, I don't know. He's the champ. He's defending champ. So no, he is. I'm, he I'm, is. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn from winning habits. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna divulge much, man. I'm you know I'm on a podcast with my two competitors. We haven't yeah. drafted yet, so I can't. I really can't get too much information. Can't get too da- much. Information. Davey and I haven't even had the champions luncheon yet. So like it's coming up here soon. I don't it's know what the, the hell draft. that means. So. It's when the champions That's of our league meet league. for a luncheon. Your league isn't as cool as ours. And now it's like the Masters. I'm going to be scratching and clawing to get to that champion's luncheon. I'm going to get there, fellas. It's kind of like there. the Masters. Oh, it's like Jared. the green. Yeah. Do So, yeah. Davey gets to pick the menu. Davey gets to pick the menu this year. Yeah. It was a lonely one the last two years, uh, you know, defending back-to-back champ. But, you know, I'm glad, you know, who else? Wait, so who won not, the four? Who won four years? We want to talk about controversy. Let's talk about the first two years because I definitely should have. <laughs> Look, this this – this is this we're getting into some deep waters here um no i'm not i I don't even know if we want to talk about it but i know i don't want to put shed bad light on our league and our commish because i will say he's been doing a phenomenal job as of recently can we give a shout out to the commissioner real quick he runs a hell of a league man he's beating a lot of allegations beating the allegations jared jared i don't know if you're familiar i heard i don't know if you're familiar carter mahaney is our missioner of the fantasy league and he does a great job Oh man, there's guy. your first issue. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good kid, man. He's a good kid. But uh, yeah, yeah, Jared, go ahead and ask your question now. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, is is Travis Kelsey a legitimate first pick? Oh, that feels really insider. Yeah, it's so um, insider. I think we have to go next question on that. Depend, depends who else gets you know where you're at. Who else is drafted? I definitely have my eyes. I mean, there's a legit argument that Travis Kelsey is and should be a top eight guy. I could definitely see a guy like – Oh, no, no. I'm talking about first he's, overall pick. He's going top eight this year, for surely. First overall pick. That's what I'm he's saying. not the first overall pick. Uh, That's one man's there's opinion. An argument. There's an argument for it, for sure. I could see a guy like Winton Brown you know, doing that. So didn't Winton Brown take Matt Stafford round one like a he year took ago? Him, like tenth pick last year or two years Hold ago. Hold on, Jared, are you saying you'd take Travis Kelsey over over Justin Jefferson? Over I'm Christian not Gaffer? saying that I would. I'm asking. I'm posing the question to the champion and resident professional. You know, let me do some more research. I'll uh, get back to you on that one for sure. All right, sounds good. Do I want to know what Jared thinks. I want to know what Jared thinks. Think so. I want to flip the question to him. Um, I think that, well, I can't say exactly what I think because there's people I play with that listen to this pod. So, mm. um, but the one message I will say is that this is true across the board. He has the highest positional advantage of any other player of any other position. Yeah. Like I had Travis yes, last year in a half Yesterday. PPR last year. In a half PPR league, and I had my other top four picks all got injured, and I was still in the mix for the playoffs, made the playoffs, simply because Kelsey would just catch a million touchdowns right, and win me games. Like, because half PPR, like, you, the receptions don't matter as much as the touchdowns that are, like, huge. Yeah, we do have a which, big Travis guy in the Zoom call right now. Which I wasn't a – I'm not a fan of half PPR. So, that's the first time I did that, and that's going to be the last time I do that. It's good to know, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be taking that to my front office. Yeah, case, all right, good. In case yeah. we end up in a league together. Yeah, um, if, if, the, if it comes up in, with the union reps, make sure. 
You know, yeah. you know where Before, it's interesting with fantasy drafts, man, is when someone decides to take a quarterback because they could be quarterbacks could be taken early. Yeah, and then you have should to I take. Should I take a quarterback first round just to mess everything up this year? I'm not gonna lie to you right now. I'm not listening to either of you what you're about to say because I think like it's all just hearsay, and especially with a looming draft date that has been talked about in our group chat, I just don't want to feed into either narratives that you're gonna paint right now. So maybe I'm just whatever you're about to say. Right now. That's what I'm saying. Which what? you know, a savvy, two years, two years a savvy ago. GM like yourself. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody, somebody took somebody in my in the league I was in took Pat Mahomes, Kyler Murray back to back, and then traded to both of them. <laughs> It's a smart that that's literally like what Winston Brown did our year and then he was he was in yeah. the championship game. Yeah, you just like you take the quarterbacks and then down the road, like week nine, guys are dying for a quarterback. So it's not the worst Jared, play in the book, man. Yeah. Jared, if you have first overall pick this year in your fantasy football drafts, who are you taking? So normal PPR league. I'm not gonna say the name. But I'm gonna go away from my traditional, uh, my traditional attack attack plan, and it's won me leagues. Uh, has been running back heavy early because there's less of them. Uh, but I'm gonna go receive receiver heavy. If I get the first overall pick, I'm taking a receiver. I think there's, I know that's there's... not that that's not a crazy pick, but no, it's I think very. There's three answers that are acceptable in my opinion yeah well but think about it three years ago even two years ago right you would never think to take a receiver first overall no, it's, it was like running back running back running back running back then like receiver at five maybe i believe in my my two championship runs i took back-to-back running backs first two rounds but you gotta but now you gotta get lucky on the running back so it's like it used to be you had you to call it luck i call it scouting yeah. Okay. Sure, guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I know. Before I know before week. the draft worked. Before the draft last year, you were like, "Oh yeah, Ramadre Stevens. He's gonna be the number one." That guy. was actually <laughs> your your fellow pod mate. That wasn't me. That was someone else. In it. Yep. There you go. That was me. And Ramadre yeah. Stevenson had a. Hell that was of a, a great year. pick. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. I'm just I'm. Look, Thank you. Um. You you drafted him early, Tom. I drafted him. Yep. And I yeah, told I told everybody no, when early. I drafted him. You I, draft him early. No, you got him like I don't think ninth. I don't think he was early, but yeah. he was. That's what I'm saying though. Is like, yeah. it's like oh. now it used to be the opposite. At least in my opinion, now it's like, like you have to get lucky. Like, the receivers are more important, obviously. Yeah, well, that just has to do with where the that running back position is going. Right that's now what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like before. It's like the running backs carry the league. But now yeah. it's like the receivers do. Now they can't get a contract. Yeah. What are my Raiders no. doing, man? We got the best oh, running back in the league, and we won't give him a contract. I wouldn't say that. He's one. He's he's in the upper echelon for sure. Well, they you got to you got to tell him to be a team player. Take that franchise tag, man. He deserves to get paid, man. I, I support his decision. Well, they offered him a thirteen mil one year deal, but he wants a yeah. Long- he wants a long-term deal, and I don't blame him. Yeah, but that doesn't exist with running backs. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate yeah. that it doesn't exist. I think they deserve him. Is Garoppolo the answer, Tom? Uh, I don't want to discuss the Raiders right now. Um, <laughs> you brought him. <laughs> I brought yeah, up Josh Jacobs. I, I, you I said love the Raiders. Josh you Jacobs. said, what are my Raiders doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
what are what are my rate i can't come on i have so much jimmy g hate in my past i don't know like why just engraved he's engraved nice. because he's gonna make because... it to the playoffs more than your raiders have without him we'll see bro i'll eat all my words but the only time Jimmy G's ever done anything good is when he has an elite defense behind him, and then he still loses them games. So, all right, man, wow. let's 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 bring this all back in. Before we before um, we segue though, can I can I just can I just yeah. say that how thankful I am for that for that fantasy league for bringing me so many so many different friends, all the NAU guys. Uh, we've talked about it many times, but that league is amazing and. Davey and I actually do have do have separate ties ourselves. You know, I've got some I've got some Mesa High roots as well. I might not have gone there, but my mom did, and my grandpa was, or my mom actually went to Mountain View. My bad, sorry, Davey. But uh, my grandpa, legendary football coach at Mesa High, winner, another winner over there, Ron Hunt, the man. But you know, thankful, and actually, I'll be in Mesa this week, so I'll have to see our guy, Davey. Special. Now, before we get into our uh, our starting five here today, which I'm excited for, um, we gotta ask David the question. He's been in. He's been in the shoes. Um, in my humble opinion, he he knocked it out of the park. But Davey, in your words, what does it mean to be a walk on? Man, it just means doing whatever it takes to to make the most of your opportunity to uh to win to be the best person that you can be in every aspect because with the walk on it's you obviously don't have enough you know talent enough uh leash if you will to just skate by on that alone you have you're you know you're being evaluated on everything and so you have to be the best at every aspect, you know, weight room, classroom, being a teammate, being coachable, film, um, and just doing whatever it takes to help your team win in, in any way that you, you can contribute, you're going to. And uh, just doing your job and doing your role to the best of your ability and, and making the most of every opportunity. So when your name gets called or, you know, you just get that little sliver of a chance, then you got to take it and. And don't look back. Well said. Well said. Um, and very special uh, starting five today brought to you by Davey. Um, you know, we trust him. We gave him a leash, like he said, to pick the starting five this week. And he came through with a with a heater. Now, David, do you want to explain it? Do you want to introduce the starting five this week? So I'm a huge fan of the starting five. I really enjoy it's it's one of my favorite parts of the podcast. But this week's starting five is uh starting five coaches who you would like or would have loved to play for. And and how would you like this to go? Would you want to go everyone goes one through five? Do you want to serpentine it? I know you've seen us do both at this point. Um you know, like I said, it's all you. You know, selfishly I want to go first just because I know. I'm stealing people's, but uh, I go mean, for we, it. we could go whatever. No, Davey, it's your choice, man. Yeah, Taylor's choice. It's you, man. You can rock. Go ahead, Davey. Let's let him be selfish. Let's let him be selfish. Yeah, he's earned it. So I'm my point guard, man. Here's a guy who just the ultimate winner, the ultimate leader. He's not going to be flashy. He's not going to be, you know, 
the highest recruited guy, but he is going to lead your team to a national championship. I got John Wooden at my one. Good pick. It's a really good pick. My shooting guard is just a firecracker, just high energy. He's going to score. He's going to play defense. He's going to get technical fouls. Might get suspended a few games for crowd interactions. But uh, this guy is a winner of 13 Big Ten titles, 10 trips to the Rose Bowl, and he's all about the team, the team, the team. I got Bo Schembechler at my shooting guard, man. Classic, classic pick there. My, my small forward. This is my most talented guy. He's a McDonald's All-American, five-star recruit. Just like this is this is the guy who you watch highlights of. He's the, he's known as the Godfather. I got Pat Riley. I would love to uh, be around him. He could you know he could coach those just gritty New York Nick teams. He could coach the high flying. High-powered offense, L.A. teams, he can do it all. I mean, Pat Riley, love to be in a locker room with him. Now my power forward, he's going to be the guy who gets rebounds, takes charges, switches on ball screens, guards one through five, just does whatever it needs to to win. I got Coach K as my power forward. And then my – be uh, struggling on the glass there a little bit, huh, Davey? <laughs> you know what? It's not about the, the – uh, Size of the dog in the fight's about the size of the fight in the dog. All right, man. Mm, wow, great coach quote. <laughs> <laughs> and so, my center, I know uh, LA will appreciate this one. Just another guy who's you know not the most skilled, but just physical. Just is going to get twenty rebounds a night, and you know the only time he's shooting the ball is if he gets an offensive putback dunk. This guy is just a monster in the center of the paint. He is either blocking the shot or he's putting you down. I got Coach Herb Brooks of the U.S. 1980 Olympic hockey team. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that one was coming. I knew it was coming out of your shark five. That's a good list, man. That's a really yeah, good, good list. Good list. No, no flags out of you two. No, I like it. The gray list. Right. My walk on my walk on might might have a flag, but I'm willing oh. to accept that. So just the, all right. Who do you, who do you want to go next? No man, let's hear from uh, let's hear from Tommy Ball. Yeah, I got you, man. Um, let's see here. Let's 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 see. You know, my point guard. We've got a we've got a recurring got a recurring person here. Um, absolutely, a guy I want to play for. He'd light a fire under anyone, and he's an absolute winner. He's gonna run the show for us. Give me Eric Spolstra at the one. Uh, at the two, wouldn't be a coach's list without this guy on here, especially for me. I would absolutely love to play for this guy. Um, I know Jared will be a fan of this one. Jared told me he'd love to work for him one day. Told me that all the time. That Steve Kerr at the two, knocking down jumpers at the two. Big Steve. Um, at the three, I've got my favorite college coach. Uh, I don't know why. I was a fan of this team for so long. Just growing up, just a younger kid, just because I like, I, I honestly just because I enjoyed the coach, the way he coached teams, the way the teams played, their winners. Uh, he's a legend. Give me Tom Izzo 
a dog. I love Michigan Good State. Pick. So Good fun. Pick. Tom Izzo's the man. Something about that. He just wins. There is good. I know the NAU law on that pick too. Actually, familiar with that. Tom is as the man. He would be an incredible person to play for. He's going to do work there at the three for us. Um, at the four, before I switch it up, I've gone basketball. I'm going to move to a dis- different sport here. Uh, uh, it's actually I believe it's called the manager baseball. Give me, give me San Francisco Giants legend Bruce Bochy. That's sick. I thought I was going to be the only one with that. Yeah, that's three crazy. titles. Three titles with the Giants. Luke gets every, so upset when his picks every get Every even year. That's a good pick, man. The legend. I would love to play for Bruce Bochy. He's holding it down to the four. At the five. Didn't want to talk about my Raiders, but I got to talk about my Raiders right now. And this guy's in the picture. Greatest football game ever. Great coach. Give me John Madden. Nice pick. Nice pick. All right, man. Any flags there, baby? No, no, nothing, nothing. All right, who you who do you uh who you got next? Uh, baby? Let's go. Oh, oh David's okay. taking over. I thought we were going with me. Let's go, uh, Sorry, Dave. Jared, man. That's why I was gonna pick. Uh, all right, man. You talked about some dog. I got a real dog at my point card. Again, he's tiny guy, but man, his bark is as loud and as strong as his bite. So give me Mickey Goldmill at my point guard, and that is Rocky Balboa's coach oh, nice. from the movie Rocky. That's a good pick, man. Mickey Goldmill, R.I.P. As a now, um, let's see. Uh, I have this will be tough, but I feel like I can't leave this guy off. Uh, shooting guard, he embodies winning. Uh, he's the most winningest coach. In college history, um, set the stage for many, many coaches through the future. Uh, give me John Wooden, shooting guard. He's, uh, you know, he's going to be the driving force behind my offense. Make quick decisions. Let's see, small forward. Um, again, had some struggles here, but I feel like uh, I'm happy with uh, how my team's rounding out. Um Tommy went with Steve Kerr. That's a great pick. He's the new age. I am the resident historian here, so I'm going to go with uh, the original. Dressed for success and uh, brought the Warriors their first title. Give me Al Adels. Wow. Small forward. That's a good one. Now. I thought you were going to go with Don Nelson. No, he never won a title. (laughs) (laughs) Now, at power forward, this is a real bruiser. This guy... He'll throw bodies, right? He'll throw screens. He'll throw punches. He'll freaking throw chairs. This is my family's namesake. Give me Bobby Knight at the power forward. Bobby Knight, IU legend. Now at the center, uh, I had to make a pivot here, which I'm not mad at because I kind of wanted this guy on my list anyways. Um, I I could be totally wrong with this fact, but I'm going to go down on my sword on it. I think he's probably the only player coach that won an NBA championship. He's the best winner of all time in the NBA. Uh, rest in peace. Give me Bill Russell at my center. Good pick, man. Good pick. Bill Russell good at my center. He broke barriers. Shout out, Bill. It's a really good pick, man. Um, I like your list. I like your list. I think that's a good pivot. I'm surprised that you didn't have him in there um, to begin. Now, um, 
my list, my, my point guard. Um, I want my team to be defined by winning. Um, you know, that's what we need our coach to do. And my point guard uh, defined by winning would definitely be an understatement. I got Pat Summit as my point guard. I, I feel like winner. She, she went undrafted to this point. Seems a little unfair. But give me Pat Summit as the point guard. Um, at the two guard, here we go. Um, you know, someone who's, who's new to winning, but you know, someone that I've been following for years, um, and, and I've praised him on this podcast before. I think this is a pure uh, players coach. He's never backed down from defending his players. Um, you know, newly champion Mike Malone, Mike Malone at the, at the shooting guard, you know, King's legend, um, at the three, I got someone, uh, (laughs) At the three, I got someone of Croatian descent. Again, another name that I'm surprised has not been brought up. Oh, um, my gosh. One of the most feared coaches in the industry, honestly. Um, I know another coach does not like to see him on the other end of the field. Give me Bill Belichick in the hoodie. I need Bill Belichick. Um, that's a winner. That's a winner. What do you do? Um, at the four, um, you know, this isn't someone that I would have put in if I didn't watch the quarterback documentary on Netflix and I just love the way that he gave power to his to his players um he seems like he loves the sport he loves having fun with being a coach I got Andy Reid clearly a winner uh clearly yeah. a player's coach and again like he was out there making up plays with Pat Mahomes like there at the playground like it, that that's something that I think would be very fun uh to play in and my center man my rock Someone that, man, is near and dear to my heart as a Kings fan. This is someone that we always look back to, um, you know, that we wish we brought a championship to because he deserved one. Give me Rick Adelman as my center. Um, the Easy. best team in the NBA to not win a championship. But, uh, you know, he, he led, he led an, a very talented, amazing team, early 2000s. Uh, quick change to my walk-on here. My walk-on pick is someone that I would want to play for because I took this one very literally. Um, it, I've, it's, it's documented on the podcast. Um, it's a Jersey that I own. I'm a very, a very big Penny Hardaway fan. Now that's not my pick. My pick is his coach with the Orlando magic, Brian Hill. Now I want, I would, I pick Brian Hill because he was one of the first coaches in the NBA to push transition threes. And I feel like if I was to play in an NBA system, that is one that I feel like I would thrive in. He had Nick Anderson, up there firing early in the shot clock off what of about Dennis Hardaway Scott? Yeah, and Dennis Scott. Exactly. Both of them. On the, but, you know, someone had to move out the way if I was going to step in. Okay, got you. Got no, you. I'm, I'm playing. I'm, but Brian Hill, um, again, big Penny Hardaway it's fan. And, and, <laughs> but, oh, resident I, historian. You can't be I, mad at me. I, for I, lo- I love that. that. I love – I was not <laughs> expecting to hear Brian Hill's name this entire pod and the life existence. He brought, he brought a, a, a spry – Orlando Magic team full of full of talent and hunger to the finals early in their in their their maturation. I feel like that's something that needs to be, you know, rewarded on the walk. Yeah, and they got swept out the door. That's okay. We didn't we don't, you know, it's all right. But play style wise, I feel like it'd be fun. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's smart. I went a different direction. Uh, Davey can really, you know, Davey's going to feel this one right here. I want to make sure you see my heart. Um. My walk-on is somebody that all of us need and all of us hope to be. And that's first and foremost, a great father. But not only can you be a great father, but if you can be a great coach and inspire, then you can really take your kids to another level. So give me Richard Williams. 
Venus mm. and Serena's dad. That that's, a really good that's my light. That's my beacon. I want to be Richard. King Richard, man. Great King pick. Richard, baby. Great, yeah, great Richard pick. Williams. Great pick. Great pick. It's a great movie, too. Um, James. Yeah. Uh, my walk-on pick. Probably this is probably my this is probably gonna be my favorite walk-on pick that we've had in all fifty-four episodes, honestly. Um that's a lot. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill, but this guy fills them easily. Uh, someone I looked up to every day of my life uh, when he was still here with us. And I already mentioned him on this podcast once, Mace the Highest Finest. My my grandfather, Ron Hunt, uh, wasn't old enough to really – he was old too. He was too older when I was sick. He passed away when I was younger. Sorry, I'm not getting the right words out. But I would have loved to play for him just hearing about – how great of a coach he was and how intense he was. It would have been a lot of fun for me. So that's my walk-on pick, Ron Hunt. Love great that. pick. And uh, I probably know a little bit more history about that than Tommy does, but Mesa High football in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s dominated. And, you know, Coach Hunt, legendary Mesa coach, was a huge part of that. So there's definitely some banners in Mesa High's gym. Um because of because of Coach Hunt, so great pick, Tom. Yes, sir. All right, now mine. Get the flags in hand. I don't know. You might throw them. You might cut me some slack because I'm a guest. But uh, I mean, let's. This guy is uh, back against the wall. Just was not supposed to succeed. Right from the get go. United a whole. School united a whole community, and the uh, some of the hardest times that this country has faced. Give me Coach Herman Boone <laughs> as my walk-on. Oh, that's, that's an awesome pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would Very run, good. I would run through a brick wall for that guy. I would do whatever he wanted. I would make that pitch, you know, whatever it took. I would hold on to that football. Whatever it took, man. Come on, Petey. I would do it for Coach Boone, man. <laughs> I love it. Uh, great pick. I might, throw the, I, might throw, I might throw the movie on right when we hang up here. It's, it's just an incredible movie. It gets better every time I watch it. Every time, bro. That's timeless. That's kind of a controversial topic, though. Can can something get better after the first time you watch it, though? Not in a week wow. of watching it. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a scouting report topic for another time, David. I disagree strongly with what Luke just said, but yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Well, you know, Davey, you know how this goes, man. You wanted to talk about coaching. We've all played for lots of different coaches. Some good, some bad, some in between. My coaches may not let me rock. Not even Shane Burkhardt can stop my swag, though. If I get 50 chips a night, green is the only color of my light. Love it. Okay, I got you. It took you a second there, huh? Yeah, had to get the I chill. just, I mean, you know, you just set oh, the I'm bar sorry. so high, man. I'm like, sorry, like, you don't like green lights from coaches? I'm sorry. No, but that's not what. That's not the problem. But it, no, 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 there was no problem. I'm just saying you set the bar very Davey, high. Davey, do you have a personal favorite Jared 
50 chip poem monologue whatever you want to call it that comes to mind man the one the his most famous one who i can't remember who the guest was but we you guys just talked about a couple weeks ago it gets brought up it's his it's his best one hands down i can't remember was it whether it was rapping yeah yeah <laughs> that's with nay <laughs> that was with nay most notorious yeah that's that yeah I don't, I don't know. I is. think the James Pendergrass one was like pretty high level, though. I don't yeah. know if Harris missed, man. He gets, I mean, he comes, he hits every week, man. He yeah. does. He does. High praise right there. <laughs> Appreciate that. He produces. He produces every week for sure. Davey wants, Davey wants to be back on. You know, he's, he's, Davey just has a great eye for talent. Saying all the right clearly, clearly in his scouting yeah. reports. He does. That's why he's he a smart manager, man. That's why he's a winner. Davey. Brother, long overdue to get you on here, man. This was awesome. Could could chop it up with you for hours. But yeah, we we're super grateful you could join here tonight. So boys, anything else? Oh man. Davey, thank you. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, we're, Davey, we're you're there. the man, dude. You know. Good luck on another get another win another ring. Back to back, baby. It's all, all right, right, bro. We'd be gone. <laughs> all right, bro. Fantasy draft coming soon. Yours truly is going to win this year. Thank you. These are your favorite walk-ons. We're walking out.